Gentle men. Gentle men. Gentle men. Gentle men. We in this. Cujo. Tequila. Wipeout. That was really good. All right, we watched The Sandlot. Welcome to The Sandlot episode. This is uh, Summer Hours, where we talk about films that are hot and sweaty and summery and beautiful. Um, hot and sweaty, I like that. Hot and sweaty, yeah. And I I came with my Sandlot shirt and my PF Flyers. Yeah, you got it all. I got it wow, decked. Yes. Did you get the, those PF Flyers from PF Changs? They. Oh, it's a great joke. He stole that from um, uh, probably our guest, uh, who is here, <laughs> and his name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know I was supposed to introduce myself. I'm TJ, and the last time I was on, we got this really sweet interview. So if the director of the Sandlot isn't dead. And wants to contact the guys at the Film Snobs. I think the Google al- algorithm should pick up whatever's on this transcript. Last episode you are, were on was it. One More Time with Feeling? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very wow. different right. film. Yeah. That's oh. a famous episode. Yeah, this one's a lot that's, heavier. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This one's, this one's a lot heavier than that one, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh... And a lot more big names. Nick Cave, who's that? You could do like a edit between the two. I think Blake Lively is definitely going to comment on, on this episode. Yeah, guys. shout out Blake. We love you, Blake. Thanks for uh, your comments. Uh, so, we yeah. love that new Ryan Reynolds movie. Did he have a new movie? We love it. <laughs> I don't think so. So anyway, welcome well, Mint Mobile. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh yeah. All right, let's go around and share not just our thoughts, but when we first saw this, and if we still like it as an adult. So, Ethan, to my left. Go, my ma'am. I can't remember when I wa- first watched this movie. It had to be when I was a kid at some some point. Okay. I think we may have watched it at school. Because I, cool. I know at the end of the year, we'd have like, you'd have, you know, a couple of days of school where you're just doing um, kind of like wrapping stuff up and kind of having f- some fun days in elementary school. <laughs> we'd always go to the cafeteria and watch a movie at the end. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm pretty sure we watched Sandlot one of those times. Really? So that's probably the first time I watched it. And then it comes on TV all the time. Right. Did you go to baseball school? Um, I did not go to baseball school, but I did play baseball. That was baseball school. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you watch it in school, schools are usually about learning, so it's like a good movie um, baseball. That's true, I guess. Yeah, I mean, this is a funny movie. It's, it's kind of a classic. It's a childhood nostalgic film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's. I love the the way they capture kind of making friends and just kind of being one of the neighborhood kids and just doing you know and the awkward really strange stuff. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it it did feel a little bit long. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was a good time. That was great, Ethan. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> I was being kind. I was being kind. Uh, this is Caleb. Uh, Caleb's back from back, being three weeks back. away. Hey, yeah, I've been gone the last three weeks. Welcome so you're going to stay in Illinois forever. No, nah, no, I'm here. Jeez. I'm back, baby. Um, you know, stay I... forever, you stole a <laughs> oh, oh, I'm glad you're here, Caleb, unlike thanks, Eric. Thanks, I'm glad thanks, you're here. Thanks, I think you add Ethan. value to who we are as a yeah. film uh, community. Shout out Fabletics, by the way. I've been buying Fabletics. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's a shout out Fabletic shirt. Yeah, that's Fabletic shirt. Yeah, shout out Kate Hudson, yeah. Kate Hudson, and uh, and uh, who, Kevin Hart. We love you guys. Um, KK. Anyway, are you sponsored by Raycon? Just two guys. Huh? Sponsored by Raycon. Anyway, shout out Sponsored by Rajon Rondo. Any hoot. Um, so <laughs> I remember my mom coming home. Like some summer day, me and my brother are mostly for me and my brother because we were big. We played baseball growing up and big right. baseball family. Uh, yeah. She brought this home on VHS. I think just bought it at the store or something. Yes. And so me and my brother like watched it and like loved it. And so this was like a staple in our uh, in our house growing up. Um, just a fun movie. 
I hadn't watched this since like last time I watched this was probably in college. So I first I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm gonna like it as much as I did, you know, back then. But I really enjoyed this viewing, watching with you guys. Awesome. Uh, I love how it captures the summer, like um, Ethan said, like the neighborhood kids. Because um, this is kind of like what I grew up doing. Like we'd ride our bikes to my cousin's house or they'd ride their bikes to our house we had like different stadiums we would play we'd play at my grandparents house we'd play at my cousin's house we'd play at our house and like always playing like backyard baseball so i really like i think it captured that really well white suburbia you could say that um (laughs) backyard baseball no need to bring baseball in the the backyard into it but (laughs) oh good clarification tj good clarification what'd you say Backyard baseball or base, baseball <laughs> in the backyard? Backyard baseball or baseball in the backyard? Yes. Baseball in the backyard. It was not the computer game. All right. We played baseball oh, in the backyard. Pablo, though. That's you got to get Pablo on your Pablo team. Those, those rubber legs, dude. He was you needed Pablo. You needed he was, Pablo. He was quick. He was, a quick, he was a quick boy. He was a quick boy. No, this is real life <laughs> baseball. <laughs> Uh, quick, did you go to baseball school? He's a quick boy. I did boy. go to baseball. I wanted to be a quick boy. I. I, I, I <laughs> Any hoot, um, I, I think this really captures like I love just small town Americana, and I think this captures that really well, and so absolutely. I really like that. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I don't know what TJ is pointing to. He's cheersing me. Yeah, small oh, town cheers, Americana. Cheers. It's a couple cheers of white, too. a couple of white rascals <laughs> cheersing each other. Yeah, we are drinking white rascal Literally from Avery Brewing. Jared, nothing describes you two better than White Rascal. Okay, hey guys, I'm the mean. only film snob to have gone to baseball school, so <laughs> you did not. You I'm, liar! I'm the take that you want to hear. <laughs> um, the Sandlot's probably one of those movies I saw more than almost any other movie as a child because there were three there were three arenas in which I consumed the Sandlot. Arena mm. number one was the Closers House. Mm. When I lived in Wisconsin, we would go over there and watch the Sandlot a lot. <laughs> um, they were family friends. The second was at my grandparents' house. We'd go there every summer for like two weeks, and they would like, we'd like always sleep in the living room and make it like it was a slumber party, like just my brother and I and like a cousin. And then we would wake up, and my grandpa would make us like sausage, egg, cheese, biscuits, like every oh, single morning. Yes. Like sandwiches every single morning, and I gained like ten pounds every summer at my grandpa's house. So he had the VHS, and we watched it there. I'm just picturing that being like <laughs> one of three VHSs in like a wooden cupboard. No, they had like they had like the whole Disney collection. Oh wow! It was like pick a movie every single night. We oh, would we would watch a movie when I was in uh, elementary that's school awesome. when we'd stay there for two weeks. And then Third Avenue was. Did you guys ever record? Like things from TV on yes. VHS. Oh yeah, yes. big time. Yeah, was it like an ABC movie night? Oh yeah, on like Friday or totally. sun, Sunday night or something. So like you have that. to like fast forward past yeah. the commercials, yeah. or like if you were on it while recording it, you would stop the recording and restart. Those are like gems now because yeah, you're recording like TV commercials that are like stuck in time. Yeah, wow. They have so YouTube like, compilations like, you of those like, though, if you want to watch them. What? Said they have YouTube compilations of old. Like, <laughs> I want to watch that air conditioning commercial from the nineties. Air conditioning commercial. Where can Bop I it. find that? Where can I find that? Oh yeah, it's on my skip Thursday. it, yes. skip it. Yeah. So yeah, I watched. I don't know. I've probably seen this movie twenty plus times because it was a fun kid. <laughs> like when you're a kid, you just want to watch The Sandlot. It's a good time. Hundred um, percent. Watching it as an adult, I was very struck by. They just don't cast kids in movies like they did in the 90s. Mm-mm. They were so good. Like, so after great. watching, we did Hook on the Film Snobs and yeah. this. It's like, the kid actors are just so good compared to kid actors nowadays. When Leia and no. Obi-Wan, like, nah. <laughs> no, no, no comparison. She is Leia and Obi-Wan? Uh, the show sucks. She's great. Oh, I don't know. Um, I, cannot, I, for Leia. I cannot comment on Obi-Wan, but, yeah. like, great, that a mix of that, and then I think actually shooting on film... And great child actors mm. makes the movie feel like it grounds it more than the modern group of kids movie. Yeah. Which, as a kid, I think you actually like better. And then as an adult, you appreciate more. So I actually like, I was vibing with Sandlot as an adult. Yeah, about the kid. I feel like the kids here almost, they almost feel like, like it's, they're in an animated movie. Yeah, you know they're yeah. a little over the top, which is really fun. It's, over the it's top. interesting. Because I feel like kid actors now they kind of recruit them to be like as normal as possible versus mm. like. 
being an exaggerated version yeah. of them their character which is less a lot less it's like the exciting. director it's like the director was like go big all right <laughs> big choices here because yeah this had like the mix of like <laughs> show yeah, as yeah. much show that like you're as scared as possible as a dog is eating a baseball and then like there's some times <laughs> where like rodriguez was just like hey go look through that hole like it's really like subtle it's like i was like watching i was like this kid's actually a pretty good actor i mean he's so gotta like you, play he's gotta you, play the cool kid yeah so. when you want to do both of those things in a kid's movie it helps yeah. it i don't yeah. know i was i was vibing with sandlot phenomenal hashtag wendy peppercorn hashtag <laughs> wendy peppercorn dj i think the first time i saw this was in albania as a missionary <laughs> kid and there was a conservative a- family that i don't think would have I don't know if they watch this because there's some language and stuff that they would not have appreciated. Oh, no, but yeah. They definitely I ended up watching it, yeah, in some, some random things, kid's yeah. house in Albania with some missionary <laughs> kids, so. That's crazy. I just want to, side note, when I was in Mongolia at a missionary family's house, they had like five VHSs. One of them was E.T., and they weren't there one night, and I just watched E.T. on this super little TV in Mongolia. And I was like, this is surreal. But, yeah, watching it again. Uh, As an it's good. I like I like the pacing of movies like this. It's yes. just kind of impressionistic, you know. Not everything is about the plot or has to be a big emotional moment. Yeah. And in this day and age, it's not about alternate timelines and <laughs> multiverses no multiverses oh, and like even the lack of like color editing it's like <laughs> we're seeing what we're seeing through the lens and that's how it is you know, like they did that. That. it's like a change of pace from a lot of modern movies the first like hours like them him making friends and then like them putzing around it's, you know and it's there's no not even there. an hour yeah it's so like and you talked about that in the time like the pacing it's it's like I agree. It was just like, I, I didn't remember it being so quick. And it was just like, before you know it, they're already like into trying to get this ball back. Oh, I was saying and the was, opposite. Oh, re- no. I Okay. I was saying the opposite of you. Oh, you're okay. So I'm oppositing you. You're oppositing me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were agreeing with You're me. oppositing him. No, I'm, a, I'm <laughs> agreeing with him. Like, the pacing's you're, fun. You're op- okay. I'm with TJ. Um, it's like a Christmas story. Yeah. It's kind of like a Christmas yeah, yeah. story where it's like I didn't get episodic. to say what I wanted to say. <laughs> but go no, ahead. no, no, no. Please. No, you kind of want me to say what you need it's to say. It's episodic, like a Christmas story. I'm going to say what Kay wants to say. And there's this John Steinbeck group of short stories where it's like all takes place within the same town, but every story is different. That's kind of what this feels like to me. Oh, okay. I mean, like it's the same Wendell characters, type but... Thing? Yeah, it's kind of a Wendell Berry type thing. Gil, what do you think of the pacing? Well, I, no, I was saying like similar to what <laughs> TJ was saying, the pacing being nice and Jared saying it being episodic. It's like he gets to town, he makes friends. Right. Then they, uh, you know, there's the episode where with Wendy Peppercorn, and then there's the episode with the other baseball crew. Uh, right. And then, you know, it's like kind of like moves along in that fun way the episode the of the vomiting. fourth of july the, the episode did, did of the you bomb. slash vomit yeah and we all do our best vomit <laughs> yeah no all right stop please you guys are actually gonna make me throw up oh, okay you know what no. stop putting your fingers down your throat i think stop. we i think we have sympathetic vomiters on the pod and so i think we should cut all of that no we can't cut the vomit so Sorry, I think we went Tequila. off on a weird tangent there. Eric, your thoughts. Go ahead. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless, TJ, uh, yeah, are you yeah, done yeah. with your thoughts or do you have more? Yeah, no, that was a good segue. <laughs> yeah, no, I just wanted to vom. Um, no, Speaking I, of vomiting, Eric? No, very very similar very similar thoughts. I, I just love this movie for its summer symbolism. It's why I chose it. Um, whenever I watch it, I'm just like... Yeah, I remember nostalgically my own childhood, just like running around, like playing games with kids and actually doing like sports and stuff like that. But also just kind of like pining a a, a life that I didn't have, I guess. Like I would have loved to have like every morning, 8 a.m. And it was like summer. So it was just like they didn't have to do anything. Like what they were doing was going to the sandlot and they were practicing and like having fun and just being kids. And it's just like. I don't know, you watch that this day and age, and it's like, so many kids are just inside, and most of my clients who are 10 to 18, like, they have social issues where they're, like, not hanging out with friends at all, even in the summer, and I'm just like, 
man, this really sucks. Like that kids aren't like making friends or going outside anymore. And there's so many things that keep them indoors. And so, yeah, just watching the Sandlot makes me kind of like weirdly nostalgic about my own life, but then also kind of, I don't know, just thinking about how, how much things have changed. And it's just like, yeah, this is, it's just, it's so fun. It's like an ideal. It's like the, it's the summer, you know. Of the monkeys. <laughs> 12 Monkeys is a different movie, Jerry. <laughs> You're right. Yes, yes. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of my, like, as far as craft, obviously, this movie is like okay <laughs> but um, hey but it definitely goes down as far as like my nostalgic movies from my childhood it's probably number four like name I, your top three my top three yeah if you said this before i want to know your top three okay the original jurassic park that's jurassic park number one <laughs> Boo. indiana jones the last crusade that's indiana jones number three and one of our most popular episodes hook that's peter pan hook, like hook. bring him the hook the future <laughs> that's a really good bit guys <laughs> no that's it so uh yeah no the uh the sandlot it's uh it's right up there i i don't know and and pete there's god i've talked about this movie with some people and some people hate this movie really? some people just like who hates this movie trash and like it's not as good as people think it is get over yourself and i just don't know where all that hate's coming from but um these are the people that like the vendors Definity war part two uh, <laughs> a lot we talking about film bros you know yeah. here's the thing that you said eric about the craft not being so good it's okay like i used to lump these this movie in the category with like the big green and rookie of the year yes and yes. uh ed. angels in the outfield ed. angels in the outfield. but you seen this the movie ed where the chimp plays baseball with yeah. matt leblanc yeah matt leblanc it's terrible yeah um but <laughs> this movie looks much different than the other ones and i mm. think filmmaking wise i was like more struck by like oh that's an interesting frame. Oh, they shot this on... Uh, you could tell they shot it on film. I think mm. that it was anamorphic. You could tell sometimes it was like a little bit like squished. Okay. And like, I don't know. I, I think some of the frames, I was like, that's actually kind of interesting. And like some of the shots and close-ups, I was like, oh, cool. They're not just shooting like, right. we're just going to shoot wide and capture what we capture. But they, I think a little bit more care went into filming this than mm. some of the other like quintessential 90s kids movie no absolutely i i totally i totally agree and i think um and that's why kids like it more because they can tell even though they (laughs) They can't tell yeah well what were uh what were some iconic favorite shots you know there was actually a shot in the kitchen okay that i really liked uh in 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 the kitchen yeah in one of the first scenes uh when he's once to ask he's asking his stepdad bill uh dennis leary it's dennis leary Uh, he's asking him to play catch and I just I really liked just the way the frame was set up of him there his mom in the background and it was just like a single wide shot with all three of them in there yeah and I think it just looked really good yeah yeah it it did have some pretty wide aspect ratio Mm -hmm. so that was that was that was pretty great thanks for bringing up the aspect ratio in the middle of the oh yeah yeah you want to talk about uh, no no that's all I I wanted that's I just wanted you (laughs) that was a wide aspect ratio oh Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, I, I like the scene right. whenever they're trying to get the ball back from the beast. Yeah. And they you, you really you really feel like with the catapult they're going to get it finally. You oh, just, for sure. You you just know they're going it's going to happen cuz it's it's Smalls's contraption and you're just like he's going to be the hero. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. the dog just like leaps through the air. <laughs> grabs the ball and just oh, I love that so much. And it's like it's like the dog as they see it in their mind. Yeah, just which this is this massive beast. Massive like puppet of a dog just huge huge thing but uh yeah yeah no that's yeah they they over exaggerated for sure the dog which was pretty comical in my opinion but um tj what's your iconic shot yeah yeah did you have a favorite shot I mean, it doesn't have to be iconic, by the way. <laughs> because, I, don't, I don't have anything to say I would about wager the these shots. aren't too iconic. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was thinking more, yeah, about the way they told the story. And I've been watching some TV series recently. Obi-Wan and Umbrella Academy are the two. Oh, yeah. Where I just watched Umbrella Academy. They force the moments. It's like mm. every episode is just so saturated with 
everything has to be an emotional moment. Yeah. And like you watch the Sandlot and you're like, hey, they let the plot be ridiculous and mm-hmm. meaningful without having to talk about it all the time mm-hmm. it's like yeah we're watching some kids try and get a baseball and it's a babe ruth baseball and like doesn't mean anything no but you watch the movie and you're like hey i'm into it i'm i'll watch this like i will suspend my disbelief to allow this to be a plot that's actually worth caring about i'm and sorry i don't think a lot of things do that does it mean yeah. anything no <laughs> like this is a signed babe ruth ball well okay but it's not like some global you know well, everything I mean, is I think, universal now right and here's like some kids yeah there's a signed babe ruth baseball but yeah but it's something their, that could actually happen world this is the everything right yeah. and i think I'm in modern to in modern movies i that. think that moment would have been like there have been in like a break maybe where smalls talks about his stepdad right and, right and it's like slow and it's sad but they just don't they just try to get the ball and it's this great sequence where he's right. just like oh man my stepdad's gonna be ticked at me let's go get the ball <laughs> yeah. right and that's <laughs> like, enough because it's like that. yeah that would, that's t- what kids would say and do it's so simple it's so simple kids oh. aren't as emotionally mature as we think they are all the time <laughs> mm. so neither true. are we so true <laughs> neither are we <laughs> I just I have beef with just how close they were on every attempt to get this ball and they never reeled it in. And even Yeah Yeah had the ball in his hand on his attempt. Coward. And coward. <laughs> he was the one who got dropped He's in. He's a coward. He became a bungee professional. Yeah, he overcame it eventually, but in that moment he was a coward of a kid. <laughs> isn't is our you know, isn't this a lot like life though? Sometimes we're so close to our goals Ooh. and so close to achieving what do we achieve, Ooh. but just it gets taken away from us right in the moment. And what we need mm. to what achieve need? that goal is Babe Ruth coming to us in a dream. Preach. That's Different happened kids. to me many times. Babe Ruth dream. And I think Sold that's what spot. most people need to do. I Manifest mean, Babe Ruth cloud. coming to you in a dream. <laughs> Raise your hand if you've had a Babe Ruth dream in this room. That's everyone but Eric. Just <laughs> wait, wait, you have <laughs> everyone's like if if you're a successful human being, you've typically had a Babe Ruth dream at some point in your I'm life. So sad right now. <laughs> so at least depressing. if you're American, Robert De Niro Babe Ruth actually. <laughs> if you Robert, paid your taxes, like you had a Babe Ruth dream. Okay, my icon, Babe Ruth in my the favorite movie. shot is you yeah. Robert De Niro. <laughs> He's like, you good kid. You good you. You good kid. You good you. You good at baseball. You. You good. Robert right. De Niro's in um, the Taxi Drivers. Yes. Okay, Jared, your favorite shot. Did you have one? Uh, he's also in that you don't movie have with to. Liza Minnelli. Um, oh my god! All right, uh, where they sing. Lou Minnelli's? <laughs> no, not Lou Malnati's. Liza Malnati. <laughs> Barbara Streisand's aunt. <clears throat> um. I think it's actually probably peak filmmaking of children's 90s movies, which is where um, in the flashback, the cop is uh, (laughs) saying about how long it's going to be that the beast is going to have to be chained up. And he says, forever. (laughs) And like, that's just a funny piece of filmmaking. Like, hey, cop adult guy, can you imagine directing that? Just like say forever like this. Because I'm gonna overlay the kid's voice with it, and it's gonna be in black and white, and I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make it all like wavy special effects. It's gonna be really funny, and it actually is kind of funny. Right. Like right. I remember as a kid thinking that was funny, and I was anticipating that moment as an adult, thinking like this is gonna be so dumb. Yeah. yeah and I was yeah. like, that's actually a pretty funny idea. <laughs> and I love and I love that sequence as well because they're they're having Squints basically narrate the whole story to Smalls, who yeah. has no idea who what the Beast is, and that was also one of my favorite things. This is like when he didn't know who the beast was they're all like camp out and they just have like a like a like a sleepover in a treehouse one of the coolest treehouses ever and they all tell the story of the beast and squint starts telling the story and it like waves into this dream world and it's like this is the way that they are imagining the story not how it actually is and and it is well, so over the top it's made up anyway i need to know if the directors are or squints or someone out there is listening and can inform us i need to know was the forever <laughs> recorded by squints first and the adult uh, matched it with his mouthing, or did he mouth it first and then Squints matched it? This because is why we it need is the director. So, it is so in sync. I've watched Drunk History before, and they like 
mm. mouth what the people say, and this was better yeah. mouthing, and those are all adults. It so really good. there is some weird <laughs> yeah, but synergy drunk, going so. on. Here. <laughs> Wait, what? Did they had better mouthing and what did you say? Like the mouth, like the lip syncing matching of that forever is perfect because there's a couple like the cadence is slightly different on a couple different shots and it like matches perfect every time. And I need to know <laughs> who did it first. So whoever out there who worked on the sound lot sound or squints or we that need we need David Mickey that, Evans. David Mickey Evans, if you're listening, uh, if you want to do an interview on the pod, we'd love to have you on. We would love. Well, to. You know, tough- David Mickey Evans wrote Ed. The Wait, monkey what? baseball yeah. movie? No, man. David Mickey Edwards is my spirit animal. Evans, <laughs> he's my sports children's movie spirit animal. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I, I rambled. That's my iconic moment. <laughs> That's why we need David on the pod. Yeah, David. <laughs> Rain us in, David. It. You need this cleared up. Rain us in, David. This is what everybody wants to know. Okay, are you still alive? I don't know if you're still alive. Oh, no, he's no, no, no. he's alive and kicking. No, my um. My friends at uh, Cole Pasha did an interview with him. Oh, that's awesome! And it was it was great. And he was taught. I think he's done a few other things, but um, yeah, I know they uh they they talked with the guy who. I love that. Sandlot. Yeah, no, he's he's apparently. We go from cool. there will be blood to the Sandlot to interview with the director from the Sandlot. <laughs> like that's that's peak film right there. Oh, okay, director Ace Ventura. <laughs> Little uh-huh. Ace Ventura. He, he did Sandlot too. I might not forgive him for that one. Can I ask a question? Oh, oh, I know why they were interviewing him because they did an they did a whole thing on the Beethoven series, and he did the Beethoven series. Oh wow! I love like Beethoven's the third. Yeah, where they go camping. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that one. <laughs> TJ, TJ is not a fan. He's rolling his eyes like you wouldn't believe. Well, I you want have... you to know, David Mickey Edwards. TJ is not a normal film snob. He's just a Evans. Guy, so. Last name is Evans. Not Edwards. <laughs> not Edwards. Edwards. <laughs> we are for sure not getting him. We're gonna get the wrong guy. He's I'm like, sorry, David. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I do Foley for uh, Ed. I don't know. <laughs> TJ, go ahead. It sounds like you were gonna say something. Give us your thoughts. I don't want to go on a tangent about Beethoven. Let's go to the next question. Yeah. I- <laughs> Eric, am I, really Eric, he has am I against St. Bernard's? Eric, am I allowed to ask a question? You absolutely. Even though it's your no, no, your no. App? Ask away, ask away. I want to know who your guys' favorite kid is. Oh, who your favorite, uh, kid baseball player of the nineties, because I think they're all great. I will say the the uh, they came out with the twentieth anniversary edition of of this uh, recently. So and they I, read like shot the movie where they're all adults. <laughs> no, no, but they still play kids. <laughs> Kind of like uh, Martin Short. Like Martin Short is Clifford. <laughs> I need the cut where they're all adults playing kids. No, no, no. But the, the DVD had like playing cards of every one of the kids. And it was awesome. Was it was like, you know, Ham and Squints. They all had their own playing card in the DVD. I thought it was super cool. But um, yeah, Ethan, who's your favorite? Or do you have a favorite? Mm. Or do you have a thought? Um... Man, this is a tough one. I gotta go with Ham. Ham. When, he, when, when he's Who's like, Ham for when, when he's trash talking the other baseball team while he's playing catcher, I just yes, it's just funny. Is that your sister out in left field? <laughs> he's the he's the ginger kid with freckles. The um, catcher. He put he does a cannonball in the pool and gets uh, pool water all over the ladies who are tanning. Mm. It's it's amazing. He's great. He's the charismatic presence those kids need. Yeah, he's probably my favorite. As he's as he's walking down the pool, he's, he's saying, "Hey, ladies! Oh, I remember you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What is happening?" Oh man! Oh my god! And he's so exp- his face is so expressive. So expressive. He's yeah. man. He was great. He's a goalie in the big green. Yeah, but like, yeah, when oh, the dog's attacking. And like his faces and screams are so funny, yeah. and they're pretty believable. Him, him, and Squints are two, the two most involved. Whenever like Sandlot like repeaks, and like him and 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 Squints will be um, kind of like doing things. Either if it's like a TV interview or like they'll go to a baseball game. Uh, there's like a YouTube video of like Squints and Ham like at a baseball game like doing the seventh inning stretch and stuff and it's pretty great. We should nope. start a reality show just called Ham and Squints. Ham and Squints. <laughs> Squinting Hams. Squinting. <laughs> I. Hmm. I want to choose someone different because I was going to choose Ham, but I think uh, everyone I, I, would choose Ham. I love yeah yeah. I love when he's like when they're it's too hot to play so. Benny's like, so what are we gonna do? And he just looks at him. Ah. 
Ah, <laughs> pool honeys. That's great. But uh, the guy, the kid that plays Timmy Timmons, delivers probably the best line. Mm. And right after Squints kisses Wendy Peppercorn, just cuts to a close up on <laughs> Timmy Timmons. Oh man, he's in deep shit. <laughs> like the they per- run out the perfect <laughs> delivery yeah yeah absolutely. uh so that's good. yeah i think a great line um <laughs> so i don't know they're all great but that is good gerard you're a ham hambino guy yeah great hambino all the way <laughs> the great ham that kid's great that kid's so funny <laughs> teach mcmahon they got what you got um just for variety's sake i feel like bertrand is in underrated kid the tall nerdy <laughs> the kid tall guy yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. just always like Here's has this kind of deadpan kind of you know <laughs> straight guy in the comedy duo you kind of need him yeah in order to have all the other exaggerated characters come off yeah Good choice. i will say that the main character uh tom tom Greary, who plays smalls he's in the revenant so dude has had an, a great really? career if you're in the revenant you've had a great what's, career what's, what's, he, he, he played the bear he's like one of the trappers <laughs> <laughs> it was a controversial role, as we all know. No, he's one of the trappers, so That's he must cool. have like grown a beard. Wow! So Smalls grew a beard. Best Scotty Smalls. Well, he is my I favorite. I grew up this you're, like, you're sports guest. I'm a Smalls guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, that uh, TJ. Just for uh, clarification, that that uh, flash forward yeah. that was also fictional. Oh, so they didn't wait? Like, th- it's not like a Richard Linklater. It was a boy no, film. No. Oh. It wasn't a Richard Linklater <laughs> thing. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the whole thing's fictional, um, but elements of reality, such as Babe Ruth dreams. Eric, why do you All love right. uh, Scotty Smalls? I love Scotty Smalls because I feel like uh, I feel like we empathize with with characters that you know share similar qualities or life paths that we do, and so. Um, you did I, hit a ba- baseball sign by I Babe snuck Ruth. up on a on a baseball crew and um, wore a fishing hat and uh, I was really bad and they taught me how to play ball and um, but we became your friends I, anyway. I was mauled by a mountain lion. What? <clears throat> that was us. We're your metaphorical we're baseball the team. Lion. <laughs> we're the mountain lion. <laughs> how much of this is true? No, I just. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'd no, like to clarify again. Um, the mountain lion in so, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. I just, I don't know. I, I, in the, in the beginning stages of Smalls, kind of like putting himself out there, um, and, and being rejected and just like being like real self-conscious and like just wanting to quit and, and melt into a puddle of nothingness because like they're all making fun of him. I don't know. It's just like, you just feel really bad for Smalls in the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, come on, like be his friend, help him out. And, like, what I realized in the rewatch is that, like, Benny does not give up on Smalls. Like, he, all of his friends are making fun of him. It would have been really easy to just, like, make fun of him also. But Benny is a good guy, and he, like, gives him his first glove, gives him his first hat, all of which are in his back pocket. How does that all fit? I don't know. It's a mystery. We're all kind of wondering it. Uh, David, Evans come on the pod we want to know uh how how how, how did that happen he also you hit know? the ball directly into the kid's glove when he's <laughs> closing his eyes and For putting real. his dude we benny that is a real also. one man yeah i want to say to all you dads how out there takes? be a benny not a dennis leary because dennis leary was Hawking that ball way too fast Ooh. at smalls when they were playing catch for the first time and you got to ease your kid into it you got to do some underhands uh you can't just be throwing <laughs> fastballs right away they're gonna get a black eye and then you can't put a stake on his face Gross. No, that's actually no, pretty that good. No, that happened. <laughs> yeah, why did, why, is it just because it was cold and people kept steak in the freezer? Except he pulled it out of the freezer and it was like soft and malleable. <laughs> My great-grandmother always put potatoes on infections and that's supposed to take it out. What? You can look that up. That's real. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So, yeah, be a Benny. Be a Benny. That's why I eat french fries. Yeah. yeah dude. Um, did we all say our favorites? <laughs> yeah, we all said our favorite. All right. Him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this. I think this just def. This movie just definitely played in to uh, like the Fourth of July scene was so great. Caleb and I were just so talking good. about that. It was just like all the kids. Like it's night. All the kids are coming out of their houses. There's a block party in the cul-de-sac. Everyone has like tables and food and 
fireworks are going off and like street fireworks are going off and it's just like god like that that is awesome that's like again something that i wish i had in my childhood that's fun stuff like, yeah everyone's just kind of like i, I don't know and, and maybe it's a part of it that, so you didn't have like childhood kids that you would run around with no 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 no. i did i i it's this specific image of what this is where like they're playing baseball all the time and like everybody's connected um i feel like when i when i was a when i was a kid we i did live in a suburb i did like run around the neighborhood with with my friends it just wasn't the same and so you look at the sandlot and you're like you're always kind of like wanting something more something better and it's just like i wish we did that and you know this never happened what yeah this is a movie so utopia we've already gone over this, this. So when i was talking about the richard linklater stuff We've already gone over this, guys. I'm sorry, you just learned. I don't know also. how else to explain it. Yeah, no, it, it. But it was just, it was just a perfect image of kind of like a summer night, um, where everyone's just enjoying the Fourth of July, and it, it was awesome. It was Were really you going to cool. bring up the defamation lawsuit? What's the defamation lawsuit? There's a man, Johnny Depp. No, <laughs> who knows the director, who claims the director based Smalls or no based Squints off of him and that it caused emotional harm and trauma to him. So what? He, t- he took him to court to try to get a defamation suit. And? And it failed. So, yeah. Such no, a baby wonder, boomer thing I wonder to do. if he really married <laughs> a lifeguard who was 10 years older than him. And, like, I don't know the details. I might have to Google that right now, actually. That brings me to a question. Children. Can I ask a question? Or do you have you may ask a question. Did you guys have a Wendy Peppercorn Ooh. growing up? Did I have a 10-year-older crush? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think she was ten years old. Caleb's looking at me like mm, I did. I did. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, she was a lifeguard. No way. Uh, what neighborhood girl? Justine James. How old were you, dude? Uh, I was probably in grade school, but uh, she was. How how much older is Justine than I? This is great. Uh, because they lived right down the street from us, and they had they had four girls. Uh, okay. Julie was in my class, but yeah. the the oldest sister was Justine. Yeah. I feel like and, an Instagram oh, tag has to happen in the and, description. Uh, Justine she, w- she was a uh, a lifeguard, and I remember being a kid and like having just a mega crush on her. Okay. I never did what Squints did, because <laughs> I... And what did Squints do? Okay, we're going to talk about it. There, There is a scene <laughs> oh, no. of, for lack of a better term, sexual assault in this movie. <laughs> Wait, what? We have to talk about it. We it's have, the elephant in the sand it. lot. It's the elephant in the lot. Okay. We would not be good film snobs if we did not uh, bring this up. Squints has a mega crush on uh, Wendy Peppercorn, rightfully sh- so. She's always up on her stand, oiling, lotioning. Lotioning. Oiling. oiling. I can't take this no more. <laughs> yeah, you know, and according to Benny the Jet, she knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah, um, right. <clears throat> and so Squints is like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump off the diving board I'm shoot my shot. I, even though i don't know how to swim and i'm gonna sink to the bottom and she rescues him she starts mm-hmm. giving him mouth to mouth it looks like it's the end for old squincy boy but she gives him mouth to mouth like 10 times yeah yeah that's, that's slowly it, amount. slowly <laughs> it's revealed he is awake and the next time she goes in to give him mouth to mouth he grabs her head and forces a kiss on her this and she screams you little pervert kicks him out of the pool um bans him for life in the voiceover he says you know what he did was wrong what it was it was scuzzy but then he says and cool <laughs> now do you guys think that's cool no i don't yeah ethan's no, nodding his head i think uh <laughs> i am not i do not think that is cool caleb i'm going to do we're going to trial for defamation right now. <laughs> I'm joking. No, Ow. I think I think this was a I think this was a comment like a 1960s commentary where it was uh. like, and he was considered really cool for doing that, um, and possibly even a 1993 commentary because this was well before the Me Too movement. Um, was it? Yeah. Before year? the movement. Oh. Not before sexual assaults <laughs> happened. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, so, yes. Yes, Squints did something uh, without consent of the other person. So, I guess that would be... Uh, Which begs the question, should we let our children watch The Sandlot? Whoa. You know... <clears throat> you know, I watched this when I was pretty young. 
and they say shh <laughs> they said TJ is just TJ just rolled his eyes dumbfounded by the idiocracy of that question <laughs> TJ I'm gonna need your thoughts my man <laughs> be honest TJ we need your truth we need your truth TJ speak your truth should we show this to our children I think the movie qualifies it. It's not great. You can have a conversation after. I don't want this on the record. It's a teachable moment. No, I no. I'm gonna. There's I'm, no good way out of this. No, there's there's really no there's really no good way. No, I I do think that there's teachable moments in this. I did watch this when I was young, and then there's like a couple of oh sh or he's in deep sh, and I don't remember like ever becoming in my vocabulary until like way later we weren't talking about the language thing eric i know we weren't talking about the language thing i'm saying there's a lot of other things going on in this movie and i and i and and i watched them at a young age and i didn't they didn't corrupt me they didn't like you know change the way that i acted i don't know i remember watching this as a kid and i (laughs) would watching as a kid i didn't walk away thinking like oh that's a good thing to do (laughs) (laughs) what I did not think like you didn't think. Oh, I'm gonna go try I'm this gonna out. Go with try my that. I was like, yeah, that's right. a that's a bad thing to do. So I don't think kids are gonna watch and be like, oh, this is condoning that. I think right. this is, kids are gonna be like, oh, that kid was being a pervy little perv boy, little perv ball, um, <laughs> <Pervy> little perv. <laughs> he got in trouble. He wasn't he allowed got, back. He got into in the trouble and for life, dude. Yeah. So there were um, consequences for it. Twitter that. wasn't around, so he married her. It's all condoning. <laughs> <laughs> and they had nine children. Nine. Each letter of her last name. <laughs> Just had rabbits. Rabbits. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe they have another on the way. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, Caleb. Depends really on if there are two Fs or one I don't know why, but you know. It's an iconic scene in the movie. It is an iconic scene. P E F E R C. Oh, if there's one F, then it's nine. Yeah. Oh, it would not be one F. It'd be two Fs. Edgar. Francine. Elliot. Elliot. Regina. <laughs> yeah, Corey, uh, Camille, Camille, and then we've got Ori, Oscar, Oscar, uh, Reginald, a Reginald, and, Reggie, and Nancy. Nigel. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I can't say this for sure. I'd have that to actually is Sandlot too. Yeah. So you can when watch. They're talking with the other baseball it. team. Yeah. He shows up and he calls them rejects. I remember him saying the R word. Do you? I don't remember it. And so I think I, they took it out. For, in my memory, I'm like, I think George I, Lucas. So I don't know. So I, I'd be I don't curious remember to, the hard to see if uh, in just the Disney Plus version they they did some editing and mm. replaced it. I believe it. you're correct on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So interesting. They did take that out. Which uh, I don't like that which word. Which begs so. the question: Should we edit out things of movies based? Off of our current values instead of examining their values for what they were. Yeah, but if well, people you know, are listening to this Warner- podcast, they're like feeling nostalgic about Sandlot and they want to hear about it. We shouldn't get all theoretical. What did Warner Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> he is he is hard pivoting away from your question. Well, you're right. Hey, you're right, guys. You guys, I do want to apologize. Eric was talking about the apologize. fireworks scene. Yeah, and TJ's just here scene. for a good time. Not and then for Caleb also had to bring up sexual harassment. Also, well, I was okay. going to bring up. I'm going to no. <laughs> uh, I, I I did want to bring up one of the one in in my opinion one of the single personifications of of cool is Booker T. Washington. <laughs> Booker T. in the in the Green Onions playing. That was the song that played when when the other team was like challenging them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is just classic. It is such a cool beat. It's a cool song. And it is is just a cool song. And it is just like that is the that is the embodiment of cool in my in my opinion. And I just love that song. So and much. you know, as a kid, like I was never the kid who was on like. The uniform rich kids team. <laughs> so like, I always love seeing the Sandlot kids just take it to them. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I loved that too. They were just so confident in their own abilities. Take they that, were riding around in your jersey all the time. Lame-o. <laughs> oh, guys. Yes, I loved it. Eric, give us your best insult, Sandlot style. Yeah, do it to me. <laughs> Jared, you eat your mama's toe jam. Mm. Oh yeah, and you like it. 
Oh, oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're gonna say anything back to me? Or you yeah. Gonna... You play ball like a girl. <gasps> no, no. Can't say that. <gasps> Cannot say that. I said it and I meant it. You know, and you know what? They and took it as girl, an insult, but I mean, what if he meant it as a compliment? I meant it as a compliment because you're really good at baseball, and I know some girls who are really good at baseball. God. Uh, um, <laughs> remember that TV show that lasted two episodes with Mark Paul Gossler? No. Where the girl pitches for the no. San Diego Padres or a no. fictional team? We haven't even really no. talked about the dog. I'm going to be honest. Okay, this is going to be just flat-out honesty. I think the Sandlot is weakest in the ball retrieval slash running away from dog section of the movie. Okay. Thoughts. Mm-hmm. I think the rest of the movie is uh, stronger than that. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I could I agree. Know. I feel like it it started dragging a little bit uh, around that point where he's like now running from the dog and circling back to the sandlot. I feel like something <laughs> different could have been done that was a little bit more Yeah, but these were just shenanigans that you get up to with like your friends. Like I think that that was like you're going to have kids watching these sections being like yeah, this looks that looks so much fun, and, and I would totally do that with my friends. That's or, kind of know. my point, though, because I, I think as a kid, that was my favorite part. Right. Oh, and you're saying on the rewatch, yeah. that's where it drags. So it's adult. brilliant, because as an adult, you get sucked in by all the other stuff, so right. then you watch that last part, when the last part is what the kids really love. So I just think it's brilliant. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, you see that? I... I uh, got you guys in a pickle where I th- you thought I was going to say something <laughs> bad, and then I turned it to good. It's like the movie. <laughs> TJ, share your thoughts. What are you thinking? What was the line that someone said when we watched it? He pickled Hercules. He pickled the beast. He pickled the beast. Pickled the beast. Pickled the beast. Not my pickled the beast, Jared. He pickled the beast. Thanks, TJ. <laughs> it's not a euphemism. It's what happened. Okay, happened. cool. So anyway, uh, great movie, guys. Thank you for coming. Any final thoughts on the Sandlot? I think show it to your kids. It's a great, fun movie. Yeah. I agree. Eat. It's a classic. I'm definitely going to show it to my kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh, you know, we haven't... What? Uh, I've been gone the last three weeks. Have you guys been doing Bond of yes, the Have you been listening have. to the pod? No. We've been doing I haven't it had in your absence. The chance. We have done it I'm halfway through There Will Be Blood. That you have been gone, we've been doing it, yes. Okay. So now it's time for... <laughs> Bond of the week. TJ, were you around when we were doing this? No, I don't know what you're talking about at all. We okay. choose uh, who we want to play the next James Bond until they announce the next, the new one. So, who, so we've been doing your it for an eternity, basically. Who's your yeah. pick for James Bond? First thing that came to my mind, like completely subconscious, was Meryl Streep. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give me some yeah. Meryl. That'd be awesome. Streep. Wow. Okay. Wow. She's a little old to play James Bond. Yeah, but they have de aging CGI. Oh, okay. So or she could be her maybe, same age. I don't care. Maybe choose She'd be awesome who either way. De aging. I don't know. I like those thought. Jared. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jared um, Leto. I was like, no. Nah. You going to pick Kawhi Leonard again, or what are you going to do? I'm thinking <laughs> Kylie Minogue. Her new album, her newest album, Disco, is the best disco album maybe of all time Whoa. and i think it's time for a disco james bond Ooh! if you're going there can i also do a runner-up as iggy pop oh iggy pop would be great Ooh. yeah that'd be awesome i'm gonna pro- be shirtless i'm gonna propose an american to play in <laughs> you're already English. married uh michael b jordan Ooh. that's bad it's it bad. is bad that's a bad pick but guess what they're all bad picks. he's pretty suave yeah, he's he's pretty suave. Yeah, I think he could do it. Yeah, he could probably do it. He's played Creed, but he doesn't fake an accent. He's just American. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't. I I don't think he could do an accent. So yeah, <laughs> Michael Bond, Jordan, <laughs> Bill Clinton on the saxophone. Have, is, <laughs> <laughs> With your hair right now, TJ, it's like, <laughs> you have a wild hair right now. It is all it. the way up. You got struck by lightning, I, son. Yeah. <laughs> struck. Ooh, Taika Waititi as James Bond. Interesting. You choose yeah. a Kiwi. Interesting as he in... Keeps the accent, the <laughs> he keeps accent. the He keeps it. He never, ever does an accent. He's terrible. He just keeps He's the Pretty uh, good Kiwi and free accent. guy. Ethan? Um, I'm going to go with someone who's... Um, um, I love to see on the screen, very charismatic, uh, Mr. Hamilton Porter. 
of the Sandlot. Ooh. Oh, is he the one who is that the guy that's from the Hamilton? Character. Nope, he's that's he's the talking character. Great Hambino. Oh, the Great Hambino. The Great Hambino. I think he'd be great. Whoa. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's going to well, get the hey, part. Well, hey, so is Tom Cruise, and he just made a banger of a movie. You're right. Oh, so good. I'm yeah, talking Mission about Impossible. Mission Impossible. Okay, Mission if you choose to accept so, it. Who's next? My pick. Yeah, uh, so hours. it's going to be in the next two weeks, though, because 4th of July is next Monday. So I'm oh. assuming we're going to be around. Um, we've been, we, sorry, snobbies. We've been skipping a few, but you know, gotta, gotta have another. Gotta my have pick, another. and I'm hoping to bring on a guest, uh, a guest who has never been on before. Oh, his name is Matthew Bolt. What? Matt, Matt Bolt is going to join us. Yeah, Matt Bolt, baby. And Matt Bolt, yeah. Uh, Matt three Bolt. Awesome. three years ago, me, Matt, uh, his now wife Lindsay, and Jared watched a movie um, from the seventies directed by Peter Weir called Picnic at Hanging Lindsay Rock. Lindsay was there for that. Lindsay was there for that. That's crazy. I forgot about that. Uh, it heard is about this movie. A trip of a there. movie. I've never seen there. it. TJ, you were there. Yeah, yeah. It was at the old house. Yeah, yeah. yeah we watched Picnic at Hanging Wild. Rock. Wild. Uh, and it is just a trip of a movie. Yeah. Uh, and the then Australian? Yeah. Australian yeah. movie. A couple weeks later, then Matt and I filmed our own version of Picnic at Hanging Rock on a hike. <laughs> can you post and, that to and, YouTube? And we'll play it. Uh, I'll, I can put it on YouTube. We can oh, play it. I can't it. wait to um, I'm excited to watch it with you guys. I think uh, I think it would actually be a really good discussion, too. So Phenomenal. Um, and it takes place in the summer? And it takes place in the summer? In the hot, hot heat of Australia. Is it is it genuinely like a like a wait, good Australia? Oh, it's a good summer movie. is oh. our winner? Hmm? Or I guess it's, like, it's, oh. it's they are on the southern hemisphere. Does it count if it's our winter in their summer? It still counts. <laughs> so it's their summer. Uh, it's still their summer, guys. Okay. Yeah. It's just the month. This is their summer. Camp All right. Rock. Well, for thank summer. you so much, guys. I really appreciate you indulging my nostalgia. Uh, even though this wasn't a Oscar-worthy movie, it was an Oscar in my heart. Oh, summer loving had me a blast. <laughs> Whoa, summer loving. She was in Greece. Uh, is so fast. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Greece too. We should do a production. That's great. Yeah. You guys. I thought you guys were gonna join me, but ooh, high school musical. I would know it. So everyone, go uh, read. Uh, shout out Hannah Arendt. Go read the origins of totalitarianism. I will give okay. our listeners a hundred dollars. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Wendy Pippacorn. Yes! It's pretty much Jeremiah. (laughs) Jeremiah has watched every single one of our episodes. And and I will put this out there to anybody to who has who oh I was about to cancel it, but then I was just like anybody who has seen every or listened to every one of our episodes who thinks they can uh, tie Jeremiah, I would like to know who you are. So there it is. We'll give you a button. Yeah, I'll give you five bucks. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha